Welcome to Fulfilled and Fabulous Over 40, a podcast where we discuss and interview guests about mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual health. Learn what it means to keep growing personally with a God-centered outlook on life's opportunities and challenges after 40. Now, here are your hosts, Life Coach Norma Simons and Carrie Alamirsch. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 39. In this episode today, we want to give you an overview of a framework that can literally change your life like it did my life. If you have ever said to yourself that I know things need to change in my life, but I don't know where to start to change it, this episode is definitely for you. Kerry and myself has gone through extensive coach training in this framework. We have had more control in our lives, knowing that we can create anything that we set our minds to that I am definitely more emotionally mature, I'm more aware, and I'm more empowered to make decisions in my life and, and take action. And the thing I, I do less of is definitely blame others and make excuses for things that maybe I've done in my past. So we want to share this framework with you today, and hopefully it will serve you as much as it has me. So with that, welcome to Kerry, and I'm excited to be sharing this topic with you today. Hi, Norma. Yes, thank you. I'm really excited to be talking about this particular subject. I know it's, like you said, transformational and something very near and dear to both of our hearts and, and really at the heart of each of our coaching businesses and practice. So before we get started, we first want to put a quick disclaimer out there for this specific episode that we want to emphasize that what we're about to tell you and the information we want to share and this framework isn't meant for self-blame or justifying someone else's behavior towards you. It's definitely not a, a solution for unhealthy or dangerous relationships. So please take note of that while listening to this episode. I believe that this is, is really life-changing. Right. So Norma, it's it's an interesting topic and I think we have a lot to cover today. There, We may leave you with a few more questions at the end that maybe you're not totally clear on. And so we just want to let you know that over the next five weeks, we will be covering this topic um, in more depth. And more specifically, um, looking at each element. So just as kind of an overview today, we want to share with you what is the model and uh, a few other questions like, why do we use it, et cetera? Where does it come from? It is a framework that we use to look at and make sense out of the world, really. It's how the world works. It's not anything that Norma and I came up with, but it is, as she said, something that we did train on extensively and have used over the last few years in our coaching practice. And this framework helps us realize that there are certain things that we have absolutely zero control over or circumstances in our lives. Sometimes we even will create those for ourselves intentionally and that is the first element of the model is the, the circumstance 
or the, the fact of the, a situation. And then secondly, we have the thought that we have in our minds when this circumstance presents itself. When we have a thought, it creates the third element of the model, which is um, a feeling or an emotion that we experience. And from that emotion, there are certain actions that we take, which would be the fourth element of the model is the action that we take because of the feeling that we're experiencing. And those actions create a result in our life. The result is the fifth part, and it is an, of natural consequence from certain actions that we take, we are creating results for ourselves. And that really is just a very simplified, straightforward, <laughs> shortened version of what the model actually is. The elements that you have just spoken about really just helps us to categorize things that happen in our lives. And I think this is an amazing tool where we can gain awareness of how we're acting, what we're feeling, and whatever our thoughts and beliefs are about things that actually happen in our world. And also one thing that I think it, it highlights for me is that we can start taking responsibility for where we are in our own lives and not to think that all the external things that happen need to have an effect on us. Those things happen in our lives, but that doesn't necessarily default us to feel a certain way. It is that we have control because that is something that externally happens. And when that thing happens, it triggers a thought about it. And if we think we have problems in our lives, it is always because of the way we think about it. And the thing that actually happened is not necessarily the problem. I think that's such an interesting concept. And it kind of blew my mind when we started looking at and training in this um, model. The idea that we have thoughts that come up for us so quickly and in a lot of cases are, are kind of maybe conditioned by how we've been raised and some of the beliefs that we've developed along the way. And when I came to realize that not everybody thought the same thing in the same circumstance, they may have a different thought about something that I could even think was perhaps quite tragic or a, a problem for me. Somebody else could easily be thinking, oh, there, there I see an opportunity to offer some help or to create a business. And I was just noticing how I have a trained or a, a learned belief or, or response to certain circumstances. And the, the, that thought is not universal. And so just understanding that and knowing that, that I have a choice, what I think, and that the first thought that comes to mind isn't necessarily the right one. It's just what I've learned to think. And so that just kind of opened up all the possibilities for me when we were training in this and, and learning about it. And, and certainly you see it when we're helping our clients, you see them become aware of their thoughts 
and and how very 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 powerful that is in their lives. I just had a client earlier where we were going through a specific scenario and she presented this what seemed to be a problem for her and I think if you know this framework and you actually use it on a regular basis for it to become second nature and for you to see the world through these elements then you can start to have a compassion for yourself and also sometimes like laugh at yourself for the things that your brain comes up with and which you take so seriously sometimes or that you think is an actual fact but then once someone else points it out to you and if you use this framework you would actually start seeing it yourself and and, and another person wouldn't need to point it out to you because you if you write this framework down and you complete it with the information required then you would see the stuff that a coach then actually sees and because of this framework, I could help this client see that the way she thought about this supposed problem was really just a random thought that she was thinking. And at the point where I, where I asked her that how could maybe 10 other people in the world think about the same thing, we came up with a lot of other thoughts. And that really just breaks down the intensity sometimes or loosens the grip a little bit on a thought that we have and we think it's this fact and it's the story that we tell ourselves and we take it so seriously. Obviously, there's times where certain things are serious, but I'm referring to this everyday example that I had with this client and she could walk away from that session thinking very differently about the stuff that she brought to the session that she, she felt so overwhelmed with and that she felt was really this big problem in her life. Yeah, right. And we usually think that the big problem is the circumstance, right? We think it's the fact of the story that is the problem and what often we don't know and haven't figured out. And this is the, I look forward to next week when we talk about the circumstance more specifically, where we start to realize that we can look at the circumstance and recognize that the circumstance is just fact and everything else that flows from that is something that we have some control over because what we think then is going to, as I said earlier, it's going to create for us an emotion. And that emotion for us is going to drive some action on our parts, either more thoughts or actual physical movement that is going to give us a result at the end. And so one of the things about understanding also how this framework operates in our lives and exists in the world, we can start to see if all of what Norma and I are going to share with you over these next weeks is true, that we can start with the results and start reverse engineering the, the whole model to create an outcome that we actually want or desire. And so we're not suggesting we can control the world and the circumstances in it, but we can grab hold of this one thing. And that is, is what we think will make a difference in our lives. And based on that, we can create outcomes that we desire uh, for ourselves. And yeah, I think, I think there's nothing quite like it. I've, I've been blown away time and time again to recognize the patterns in my life. And as you've said, being able to look at and take responsibility for where I am. And I'm going to say take responsibility and sometimes even take credit that we just think, oh, I'm lucky 
And we also won't give ourselves the acknowledgement. And I'm not talking about puffing yourself up with pride or anything, but we don't actually always look at and recognize that some of the reasons why we are where we are today is because of some hard work and some discipline. And when difficult times came, circumstances way beyond our control, how we decided to move through that model that and, and process that circumstance in our lives. And so it is a very, very important truth, I think, for for me, at least, that I learned how this model works and how it can change my life and the lives of others. It's what gave me the passion for coaching in the first place. We are, in my mind, we are no longer victims, which is often what I, I think I believed was that I was out of control in so many ways. And that's only only very partially true. There is still so many things that we can choose to respond to in different ways that will create a different result for us. And so it's it's really, really powerful to understand this model. I love what you'd said. It was like if you were reading my mind because I also was uh, thinking about patterns and how this framework has really helped me see patterns in my life and specifically on the emotional front. Because I always thought that, let's say, for instance, a certain person always used to trigger me, quote unquote. And once I started using this framework and really just plugging the information into the framework, I realized that frustration or maybe irritation or anger was a theme and a pattern in my life. So what I started to learn was that I can't think that every single thing and every single person that I came across every single day would lead to frustration or anger or irritation. There must be something different. And I started realizing that it was the way that I was thinking. And it could be five different people bringing up the emotion of anger or frustration for me. And I realized and I, it, this framework gave me the opportunity to actually see that it's not the other person. It's not the thing that happened. I need to go and do the work because if it's it's a belief that I have about my life and this filters that I, I'm looking um, at the world through. And then also what I want to highlight is that this framework isn't necessarily always for stuff that we don't like or stuff that's not serving us. We can always also use it for the stuff that is actually working because if something is working in my life, I want to know and become aware of what I'm doing right so I can continue doing the right things and improving on that. And then the same, the opposite, we can use it as well. If we have keep getting results and keep getting outcomes in our life that is not serving me, then I want to know what I'm doing, what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling or what I'm doing or what I'm not doing that leads to that outcome so that I can change it. So this framework really comes down to awareness. And then once I'm aware, I can change. So once I know better, I can do better. Such a good understanding, right, of, of our world around us and of the option we have to respond in a way that we want to based on choosing the thoughts that make the best sense for for where we want to end up, right? I just love the way you mm -hmm. describe that. It's It's so good. So what, tell our listeners more about where this comes from, 
the way you were operating in the world pre this yeah. model and now knowing this information? Yeah, it's psychology. It It is a science-based concept on how the world works, really. It's nothing that you and I developed in our backyard, although that would be fun someday. We could probably do that. But this is this is just a widely held universal truth. And I think what's really one of the maybe the bigger contributors to how this works in our lives will be based on a lot of what we've learned at a very early age and have created as thought habits in our own lives. And it, it's usually like family, schooling, religion, those items will cause us to have certain beliefs. And those beliefs are what will kind of dictate or help us through sort of a grid work in our minds, produce a thought for us and your and our brains are really really quick at once it, there's a certain thought that goes with a specific circumstance that we we go there right away your, your brain is just kind of short wired to that it'll just naturally jump to that place and for that reason I grabbed an example that we can talk a little bit about that is based on money and I find money can be triggering for people, or we can have some really deep held beliefs and thoughts around money. And this kind of, I, I think will maybe prove our point. And that is some people love to talk about money. Some think people think we should never be talking about money at all. So right away, we've got some very different deeply held beliefs. And then what we believe about money that we owe or debt and what we think about that will also have some effect based on what we've been taught and what we believe about it. Just a quick example of how our thoughts do create a result for us. If we took the simple example of owing money and we, one person might think, oh, I'll never be able to pay that back. There's a feeling of overwhelm and discouragement maybe. And then some of the actions might be to worry and to shame ourselves, et cetera. And then, of course, the result from that is going to be something less than favorable, right? We're going to probably struggle with paying back the money or even default potentially on the loan. And conversely, somebody else might think, oh, $30,000, this money, maybe their thought is this money is going to help me build my business. And so they feel alive, they're energized and ready to go. And then their actions end up being, they start making some plans and they put together what their business is going to be or how it's going to look. And the result is they get right after, you know, creating income and paying back the money that, that they wanted to, to borrow. So two very different sort of results coming from the same circumstance, completely looking at and, and influenced by what each person's thoughts might be about the borrowed money. Yes. I think that's a great example. So Again, it's proof that what happens in our lives, that external thing doesn't necessarily bring the same emotion to everybody. It's what we think about it, which then creates an emotion. And then, very interestingly, when we feel energized versus overwhelmed, what the different things are that we actually go and do or what the things are that we actually don't do. This is something that this framework highlights 
our actions and behaviors and choices that we make comes from how we feel, in the one case, overwhelmed, and in the other case, energized. And both of those emotions came from a very different thought that someone would have about the exact same thing that happened in their lives. So we're going to cover this framework and what it can do and a little bit more in depth on each of the elements going forward. I would, don't, we don't want to give away too much today, but I think this example really is, is like a teaser for you to come back next week and, and listen further. Right. And we look forward to, to sharing that with you. As you've said, this is an amazing tool for you to be able to think about and to use in your own lives to create results that you're interested in creating and to maybe free yourself of some thought patterns that maybe are not working well for you in your life. And so it is such a neat way to, to start noticing certain things about the way you think your, your money thoughts, your relationship thoughts, your beliefs around those topics. And so with that, we look forward to seeing you next week. We hope that this particular episode was insightful and inspiring for you to look at the model just a little bit more deeply and uh, we'll see you soon. And that's a wrap for another empowering episode of a fold and fabulous over 40. We hope you've enjoyed our candid conversations about navigating life over 40 and discovering what's next. It's never too late to chase your dreams and create the life you love. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share it with other ladies who are on this incredible journey with you. So until next time, keep asking what's next and let's continue to thrive together.